now, introducing the champion, podcasting out of the red corner. This man is a mixed martial artist. He stands five feet eight inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, fighting out of cool down Connecticut, presenting the host of Cool Down with AC and the reigning, defending, podcasting, heavyweight champion of the world, Anthony AC Coppola! All right, what's up, what's up, what's up? I'm back, baby. Cool Down with AC, Cool Truth Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We have another episode of Cool Down with AC. We've been kind of doing this uh, on our own lately. But tonight, this is a co-show. And with me, the one and only, straight from Virginia, USA, from Pillar to Post, Formerly New Surge Live, the internet radio sensation himself, Joe White. What's up, my brother? Man, Go. 
it is. I, I gotta, I gotta start with this, man, because we actually got a sponsor for the show tonight. Can you believe it? We got a sponsor from the show. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you right now to avoid the noise. Domino's right now. <laughs> sponsor the mix and match deal. Choose any two or more. When you buy two for five, you get them for five ninety nine each. They got pizza. They got desserts. They got chicken. They got garlic <laughs> nuts, salads, sandwiches, pasta bowls. Five ninety nine when each when you buy two or more. They also got the two minute guarantee. AC. That's right. Uh, you pull up there. If your order's ready and you check in, and if they're not down there in two, they got that two-minute guarantee. They're out in your car within two minutes. They're an official sponsor, as of right now, of AEW. And, uh, golly, man. <laughs> well, I actually have a surprise for you as well. Oh, Lord, we got another sponsor. We have another sponsor. Is it Pabst Blue Ribbon? <laughs> it's Pabst Blue Ribbon, baby. And they, you know, they're they're gang related. <laughs> they have a pizza cutter on beer can. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if that's not as redneck as it could get, I don't know what else is. And pit- from what I hear, people that drink Pabst Blue Ribbon actually have more teeth than Nick Gage. Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that? And they're the right kind of, you know, I, I saw this video, this picture um, last night of the... Like the, these rednecks at a rock concert, <laughs> and they they're fucking like, and I was like, "Hey, look, it's an A." Is it the one you posted on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I saw it in the middle of the night. I was gonna comment. I think I like I just lost track and did it. It was fucking hilarious. I'm kind of pissed off at at Paps Blue Ribbon's Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I kind of like that little little battle there. I mean, like, you know, you know, when when you're working with the Booker of the Year, you have to question: <laughs> Did he, did did the con job set this up, or is he is he going to ride with Paps, or is he going to ride with Dominoes? I just don't know. Oh man, here's the thing: I, I I get online this morning and I start fucking taking jabs at the Paps Blue Ribbon and the Dominoes. <laughs> I mean, it's nonstop. The hits just keep on coming in. <laughs> so I put on Twitter and I tag. This is what happens when you work from home, folks. Yeah. Well, when well, actually, when you get fired and you have the whole day to do fucking nothing. But that's another story. It's Friday. I ain't got no job and I got shit to do. How the fuck you get fired on your day off? And they're looking at a fucking wife who's pissed off at me for being fucking <laughs> shit all day. She's going to knock you out like Debo. <laughs> Man, that's my paycheck, punk. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, my forty, motherfucker? <laughs> dude, does Paps Blue Ribbon have forties? That dude, that could be the perfect thing, Paps. If you're listening, I know you're sponsoring the Paps Blue Ribbon Cool Truth Forty. I mean, it sells itself. You can go to some restaurants right now. I think even actually, I take that back. Up in Pennsylvania, I was up in Pennsylvania a couple weeks ago in Hershey for vacation. One of the local pubs around there, $3 pints of Paps Blue Ribbon. $3 Dude, pints. I'm, I'm telling you, it's like <laughs> it, you, when, you, when you look for like the necromongers, the Paps Blue Ribbon crowd comes out. <laughs> just, just, if you put a Paps Blue Ribbon for more than $3, even here in fucking Connecticut where everything's expensive, you can't sell a Paps Blue Ribbon for more than $3. It's the beer of the people. I mean, you know, and so anyway, I, I'm on the, t- the Twitter this morning, and, and, 
and I sound like an old man when I say that. The Twitter you not on the Twitter. <laughs> like I was on the Twitter this morning. You got a Twitter twenty four seven. Who are you kidding, bro? Well, I mean, you know, it's on the phone. You know, so <laughs> so I'm on the Twitter and I'm cracking off these jokes about Dominoes and Paps, and I actually liked what Paps did because they're like the windy Twitter account for the liquor world. I guess. <laughs> Oh man! So fucking, I I go, I tag Paps, and I go. Um, now all AEW needs is a cheap pizza sponsor to go with the cheap beer, and I tag. Well, I mean, and I tag Little the United Ce- States of America. Can we not find a cheap pizza sponsor? I tag Little Caesars because I'm like five dollars pepperoni. Hell yeah! So then, get 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 this. You really have to call this pizza. I mean, not to cut you off, but I'm from the fucking pizza capital of the world. Yeah, I mean, New Haven, Connecticut has the best pizza on the planet. And I don't want to hear anything from Jersey or New York or even Italy. Let's be honest. The best pizza on the planet is from New Haven, Connecticut. It's about the only thing I'll rep from New Haven, Connecticut. But anyway, and I got to listen to this. Little Caesars, Papa John's, Domino's. Come on, Pizza Hut. Ugh. I mean, as soon as I, I tag them, I tag Little Caesars. I'm like, now you need the cheap pizza to go with the cheap beer. And Paps Blue Ribbon likes the tweet. <laughs> no shit. I'm thinking they're going to retweet it. No, they just put, I mean, immediately, one minute after they liked the tweet, they just put on the damn, on their Twitter account, at Little Caesars, what's up? Oh, bro, that, I, I, yo, well, I mean, we're going to have a lawsuit here. I know, that pissed me off. We so- might have to call Harmeet Dillon here. We might have a lawsuit. Oh, man, you use that Stephen P. New guy from Jim Cornette. He'll fucking, fucking, Who's the who's the lawyer they were using at AEW for uh, my girl Jay Cardhill that disappeared all of a sudden? We'll get we'll get that guy. Who the fuck is we get that guy? But here's the thing. Fun fact: I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But you know he he's like from the same wrestling school as like MJF and Max Caster and uh, uh, it's it's Pat Buck and Kurt Hawkins school. Oh, that create um, shit. yeah, create a pro wrestler. Yeah. So Don't call it shit. I mean, they're they're pumping out some good wrestlers, bro. Yeah, I mean, MJF is really the reason to watch Dominant Dynamite right now. He's good. He's Although, good, man. I gotta admit, except for the usual Young Bucks bullshit, it, I liked the 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 Adam Page Dark Order thing that they got going right now. I just I'm, wish I'm surprised. Let's let's you know what? Let's let's start there because I've had a couple people. I gotta be fair that were like, I like the entrances. I like the whole thing. And I honestly, bro, like I was kind of surprised by that. I fucking hated it. Really? I, I don't. I really did, dude. I really did. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because I'm down in wrestling or down in AEW. Um, I I didn't so much. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I didn't so much hate the fact that Paige actually wrestled like he's with the Dark Order because let's be honest, right now he's with the Dark Order, right? So why don't I, why don't we stop acting like it's the Dark Order and Adam Page and just start acting like. Adam Page is in the Dark Order because he is. And they finally did that. So I was okay with that. I got to be honest. When I – I don't know if I'm looking looking at this from a multiple multi, – you know, a multiple – I can't even talk. Multiple production or company ordeal here when I add in the Switchblade Jay White stuff and the stuff I see Tama Tonga tweeting. So you have this elite bullet club – 
deal going on right now. And I just like what the Bullet Club does so much better than what the Elite is. I'm like, this is the reason why Jay White says we don't want you in a Bullet Club anymore. Like, you just made, I actually texted Edwards and was like, what is the difference right now between the Young Bucks and Orange Cassidy? I'd love to know. It just, it's so goofy, bro. And, and I got to, and there's another side of it too. Like, I, I can't stand LeBron James. I don't want to hear about Space Jam. I, I get it's marketing and all that. But I mean, I listen, it, it, Kenny Omega, learn your North Carolina. You can't even shoot a fucking jump shot, bro. He he shot a jump shot from like three feet from the basket and missed by fucking twenty feet. I mean, at least when they tried to dunk it, they put it low enough that these dumbasses could dunk it. Actually, I think when 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 uh, when Machine Gun did, he almost knocked the fucking whole hoop over. But yeah. I'm like, what is like? What are they doing? Like, dude, this is at some point. Can we simulate fighting at some point in wrestling? Can we have like a fight? And I don't mean a fight with fucking you know, light bulbs and pizza cutters, like an actual fight. In their defense, I got on. I I could see where they said TNT would go to them and say, "Hey, we want you to promote this movie that's on HBO Max because we own HBO." Oh, I, I mean, yeah, of course, this has something to do with. And you know what, though? They, they I know. Made, I, get, I get what you're saying. I hated it, but they kind of turned chicken shit into chicken salad, saying, okay, if we're going to promote your movie, we might as well have fun doing it. And it's fair. It's a fair, it's a fair point. But, I mean, did I like it? No. Did I think, you know, I mean, it, it kind of fit the way. <laughs> Has been acting, to but to just, be honest, in comparison to what the Young Bucks have been doing, I mean, I guess I get your point because. It, what they've been doing has been so bad to me. Like, okay, I guess, I guess it's all right. Uh, the team ordeal. Uh, all right. Everybody's got a porn star mustache, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they and actually, the the mustache with Omega doesn't really bother me. Not at all. Here, here's the thing. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to be so obnoxious that they're annoying you as a fan. I, I get what they're trying to do. It's a problem, though. I think it works with Omega. I honestly think it works with Omega, and I actually, I actually think it works with with Gallows, or or um or yeah with with uh, or um with Doc Gallows. I actually think it works with him. It it annoys me because he like to me he's like big guy, you know, tattoos jacked up, and he's wearing these fucking flamboyant earrings, and I'm like, why is he doing that? You know what I mean? But he's still kind of a badass. So I'm okay with it. And Omega, it just, I don't know, it's just working. The Young Bucks do it. Like, I literally want to jump through my TV and choke Matt Jackson. And here's the problem. It's not in the way he wants me to do it, though. And that's my problem with it. The thing, here's what kills me. Is I still revel in the fact that three years ago you were just singing their fucking praises. Well, okay. All right. So I knew this was going to come up. So I actually did a little homework. On my ride to work today, because oh. I knew we were going to do the show tonight. And I was like, all right. I was like, I know White is going to take the fucking Young Bucks and throw it up my face, which is fair. Which is fair, because I, I have. And, and anybody, if you're a short-term listener of the show, I, I've been crushing the Young Bucks for a year. But I have been one of their biggest supporters over a long time. And it's, listen, what they did on their own and marketing themselves, put that aside. That, that was great. I don't like who they are in AEW. I really don't. I can't stand it. I think it's fucking terrible. 
I think they need guidance, and I think in AEW, they, they're just doing what they think is good, and to me, it's just not. Now, that's my opinion. If you like it, you like it. I just think it sucks. And here's the thing. Joe, here's, here's, I'll, I'll give it to you. You're right about it because it sucks, but if they were who they were three years ago, you might be wrong. They're different people now. On TV, anyway. I told you that they were going to be different. I told you it was going to get. You t- did, yeah. I'm, that's why I'm giving you credit, though. I told you that I can't stand them. In, uh, three years ago, let's let's three years ago, I could not stand them. Then well, we probably I, go. We probably got to go back a little further because little, yeah. you, you're, you're talking we're like when when we had the conversation. Young Bucks, Omega, they all leave New Japan. AEW starts, and I'm on the side of. This is going to be the greatest thing that I've ever heard to pro wrestling. And I said it was going to be being the elite on. <laughs> and I was right. You're right. It actually, it actually is. It actually is worse than you made it out to be, in my opinion. It is. And and but and here's what kills me. They've completely, and we'll get to the two big signings news here in a minute. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean that's a whole different conversation. I mean they, that's an AEW overall kind of conversation. They have totally. <sighs> How do I say this? Because I love Adam Page. I love Adam Page. They even make made reference to the fact that he grew up three hours north of Charlotte. You know, he, the, <laughs> he did. They, yeah. Up two hours east of me. And, you know, I love this guy. I love his work. I love his fucking gimmick. You know, I'm no redneck by any means. You <laughs> will, probably won't see me drinking the Paps Blue Ribbon. Um, but. I got a feeling they got something cheaper down in Virginia when I'm riding on that John Deere and get that wild turkey. <laughs> the plastics are off and the and the engine is showing and the, and the oil's blasting out. <laughs> anyway, they uh down there in wrestling country, they've totally shat all over Adam Page just because Punk is coming in. Why would you? I love punk. Punk. Dude, they're is, gonna. This is what they do, bro. That's Tony Khan's booking, and and you know what? How fans? How those hardcore fans can sit in that fucking arena? Now the stipulation was for this match is that if the Dark Order and Hangman loses, they don't get a title shot at the tag title, and he loses his world title shot. Was right. that? Stipulation made prior to last week or prior to them going on the air with this shit because I don't. Yeah, think- you know, no, yeah, it was it was two weeks prior. Okay, they they did a spot. I don't know if you saw it. They did it. They did a spot that was very good, where they actually booked out this match. Okay, Hangman issued the challenge, um, and Omega said, "My five versus your five elimination style," which was cool because even Edwards and I talked about it. they haven't done an elimination style match and we've been screaming for it, so they're going to do that. So then um, Omega confers with uh, Callus, and he says, well, wait a minute. If you win, you get a title shot, but what if you lose, what do I get out of it? And that's basically when Omega says, if you lose, you can't challenge me for the title, and no. they can't challenge the Young Bucks for the tag titles. So it was, it was pre-established. And, and here's the thing. You now have a situation where you have Kenny Omega as your champion, and I, listen— I understand Malachi back. I understand Andrade El Idolo. I understand you have Miro. I understand you have John Moxley. I understand you have all these. You have guys we're going to get into that are coming in. 
you have many challengers for Kenny Omega, but in this company right now and where it started, you have a situation right now where you have Cody Rhodes and Hangman Page who cannot challenge for the title. It's ridiculous. Well, he can't challenge for the title. They at, at this moment, at this moment, neither one of them could challenge for the title. What kills me is they could have had, okay, you could have bumped up the fucking title match to the debut episode of Rampage, had a title change on Rampage, which uh, it's too early for that. But I mean, to me, I, I, I thought this was, I'll tell you, this is this. I thought this was a way to slow burn Hangman and Omega. I thought they were slow burning it, Dude, how and I was giving them credit for it, but that's not what they did, and how, they, they did what they always do. Dude, how many fucking times have they sh- have they yo-yoed Adam Page over the last two years since they started, ever since he had that world title match with Jericho and lost the very first world title match? They've treated this motherfucker like a yo-yo. They get him to the top. They knock him back down. He gets back to the top. He gets knocked back down. This is hey, the fucking- Let me ask you a question. Fucking- can I ask you? Can I ask you a question now? He's got does, does 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 all this sound familiar? WWE. Thank you. I mean, it, he's fucking Cesaro. He's take your pick. He's Bray Wyatt. Yep. They, all the crap they talk about WWE, they do the same thing. They're doing the same thing with Adam Page. It's 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 ex- it's exactly the same thing. Let's Kenny not- Omega just John Cena at Adam Page, right? Am I like I hear all this crap about John Cena burying everybody? Is Kenny Omega not doing the same thing to Adam Page Absolutely. multiple times now? And oh, not only, they didn't oh. even tell a good story of their breakup. They tried to do it here, and then I guess I guess at least now it's explained. Okay, we can live with it. But they never told a good story of their breakup. And here's the bottom line: I don't care what Adam Page's record is. What I remember right now about Adam Page is the last two times. He wrestled Kenny Omega in, in the, the number one contender tournament and in this in this match here. I don't care if it was three on one. He got pinned by Kenny Omega. And that's that's all that matters right now. And I actually thought watching the match that they had a way to get out of it and still slow burn it, but they don't do they don't do these things. They could have gotten Adam Page over huge on on yeah. Wednesday night. If think about this, bro. He's three on one. If he pins Matt and Nick, I know he pinned Matt. If he pins Matt and Nick, and then he's got Omega, and Omega gets himself DQ'd, and Paige, I know, I know you're saying, oh, that's a fucking gimmick win, but think about it. Paige still has never pinned Omega, but now he's still the number one contender. And here's the thing: you never said when he gets his title shot. Omega could say, "You didn't pin me. I'm not giving you the title shot right now. I'm moving on from you." And you could still slow burn it. What yeah. do you do with Adam Page now? Is he going to have a fucking tag matches with John Silver? Yeah. Unless he, he's the one to beat Miro for the TNT title. I mean, that would be a good feud. I, I, I like that feud. I mean, is Miro... I, I know he says he's going to wrestle next week. I mean, again, here you go again. A Miro, when's the last time Miro's wrestled? I mean, and also, who is Miro wrestling? He hasn't wrestled any... <laughs> Any insignificance? I, you know what I? They they have. I think they have something with him, but they're not. They're they just. It's it's hard to really explain. You're gonna say, hey AC, hey Joe, how could you say they're not doing anything with Miro? He has a title. They they reconfigured the title to look the way the way he wants to look. Whatever whatever it is, 
and then he can wrestle whoever he wants to wrestle. But you also have a you have have a top five that is wrestling for either or title, which is fucking weird anyway, because you know how they got the top five contenders for the title or the top five contenders for either title. And that's why Cody's on the list. And that's why now Hangman's probably still on the list. But but here's the thing, like you said, he comes into this weird program with with um Kip Sabian. Um Gets out of it. They get him the title. He has a couple good matches. I thought the Archer match, I thought it was a big deal for him. Bad for Archer, but good for him. And then since that match, they've done fucking nothing with Miro. And they're pushing Archer basically for New Japan. And, and what kills me is they, they, it's not, this time right here is not Kenny Omega's fault. It's not CM Punk's fault. It's not Daniel Bryan's fault. It's definitely not Hangman Adam Page's fault. It's fucking Tony Khan's fault. Because, but, but dude, he doesn't know what he's doing. Doesn't he sat there and okay, we got Punk. Punk's coming in, but we got a fucking all of a sudden sideline every fucking thing. It just goes to prove everybody's point when they say all they're doing is bringing in ex WWE guys. <clears throat> like, over, look at Matt Hardy. Look at Christian. Look at Miro. Look at Andrade. Look at Punk. Look at Brian. Look at Moxley. You know, it, it, it's it's a fair it's a fair point to make because here. But here's my question: it, look, Let's they got I, three fucking hours of TV on dark that they put people. You know that they put people. Dude, nobody watches it. Nobody watches it, bro. My point is, they deserve to have a shot there because they were there first. You know what makes in right now AEW because of all these WWE guys. Nothing makes them any different than WWE, except for the fact that they're TV. All right, let me let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you're in, what is Tony Khan's goal right this second with CM Punk? To sell out that fucking United. Thank, thank you. That was exactly what I was gonna. I knew you were gonna say that because that's exactly that is his goal is to. And and listen, they're only like half sold out too. They only got to like ten thousand fans today. They're trying to sell out the United Center, and then they're gonna use Daniel Bryan to sell out Arthur Ashe in fucking New York City and, and the whole thing. And dude, me and Jigsaw got tickets for it. Hopefully, we, if we have to wear a fucking mask, I'm not. I tell you right now, New York City, Arthur Ashe, Tony Khan. AEW, whatever. If we have to wear a mask, I'm not fucking going. Fuck you. But either way, we won't have to get into that scenario. The, the, the motive is always short-sighted. It's short-fucking-sighted. It's not what is best What is best for the future of AEW. They book short-sighted on everything. And then they have enough nerve to sit there and go, wait a minute. It's a slow burn. We're going to get, it's going to lead to somewhere. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. Let's not forget about a month and a half ago when Penta cut a damn good promo on Cody. They brawled and they. Had- <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they do shit that's good, like this five labors of Jericho. I'm digging this shit. Uh, except for last, you know, the pizza cutter shit. My 12 year old son sat there and watched it and he cringed and walked out of the fucking room because he didn't watch it. I know, I, and for the, I know guys were jumping all over the place, but it's kind of just a general AEW conversation here. Hey, bro, here's, our, here's where I'm at with this deathmatch stuff. 
First of all, Nick Gage does not need to be on AEW TV. I don't care what anybody says. Forget the Domino's PBR thing, whatever. They got they got publicity out of it. That, that, and it, this is this is what an AEW fan is going to tell you now. You tell me it's not worth it, but they won cable that night. They really only won in one demographic, but whatever the case may be. And and they're going to say, oh, we see, we got this Domino's PBR thing, and we got all this publicity out of it, and da-da-da-da-da. It's Nick Gage. Here's the bottom line. And in the span of like 10 days, you had three huge death matches. You had Omega and Callahan. You had Gage and Cardona. And then you had Jericho and Gage. And every fucking one of those matches, the fucking pizza cutter was used, right? And everyone, and, and, and le- I understand less people watched the other two. But the AEW fucking champion was in one of them. And you just had a death match with Moxley and Lance Archer the next day. It's too much, bro. Like, these these assholes, I'm going to call them assholes, all of them, and I'm I'm including a lot, Tony Khan, Cody, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks, sat there and said, sports-centric, we're going to give you something different. We're going to do this, we're going to do that, and we're going to blah, 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 blah. Well, hitting somebody with a fucking light tube is not sports-centric. I watched Chris Jericho hit Nick Gage with a bat three fucking times and watched him no sell that move. Two weeks after I watched, I watched Darby <laughs> take a fucking razor edge off the top rope through the steps. And yes, I'm not giving up on this one. And 30 seconds later, he's on a fucking skateboard jumping off the top rope. If yep. you guys think this is good pro wrestling, have fun. It's not because I'll tell you what you and people could complain. I always bring up Japan. Well, you know what? Go watch Dominion and you'll see the difference. You see, watch Jeff Cobb and Ibushi. They they had a match that was like a fight. When they hit each other with moves, they sold them. They took their time. And as the match went on, it looked like they got tired and tired and more tired and more hurt and harder to do these moves and harder to do this and harder to do that and sold it as a real fight. So if you want to actually see, see something that's sports-centric, go watch New Japan because it's not AEW. And and what kills me too, man, is that you can't sit here and tell me that every motherfucker in that audience either, because I did see when the, when they did the big reveal of the United Center, everybody started chanting CM Punk. And the the of people course. weren't ch- chanting CM Punk. The cat and, was already out of the bag. Well, a majority of the people who weren't were fucking women who probably don't read Meltzer, and they're looking over at their husbands going, how do you know this? And he's like, well, Meltzer tells this, this. So now we're on the inside of it. Every motherfucker in that crowd is a goddamn person who reads I, You know, I, I'll give AEW credit for something. At least they have, like, women there. I mean, <laughs> other than, like, soccer moms at, a, at WWE, they have no women left. I mean, you know, dude, look back at the attitude area and some of the women used to see in the crowd. That shit's gone, bro. Have you seen the women in an AEW crowd? I like. <laughs> I'm gonna get made fun of for this. I love me a big woman, but God, <laughs> you see these fat motherfuckers that goddamn hey, big, hey, listen, all we gotta do is follow you on Twitter. We already know you love a big woman. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, listen, I, listen. I, there's there's some pretty ones. Oh, and the ones who aren't cows are a fucking over. Easy, it's twenty one cows. <laughs> Shit. We, we don't even know how they identify. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm a fat fuck myself. God damn. But <laughs> I see 
Me over there chanting CM Punk, paying twenty dollars a ticket and drinking a three dollar PBR in the front row. I mean, come so, on. So while we're on this subject, how do you think this? I, I have some feelings on the CM Punk thing, and and full disclosure for the new listener. The old listener already knows that I can't stand CM Punk. <laughs> I destroy, I destroyed him after he left WWE on air. I destroyed him for this. The only time I've ever destroyed Dana White was over CM Punk and and UFC. Um, monetarily, business wise, I get why he did it, but for the for the you know for the sport, uh, which is a real sport, by the way, um, I didn't see it. Uh, and I'm not a big CM Punk fan. Having said that, it is a big signing for AEW. Yeah, it is. But let me ask you this. How long before he's pissed off? <clears throat> well, they're not going to give him creative control. But he I, will. What do you mean? They give everybody creative control according to their roster. What I'm saying is like everybody has an influence on it, but it's Tony Khan's final say. Well, dude, I, I, I mean, I, I heard an interview with John Silver where he said, we pretty much just do what we want to do. I mean, those, those were his words, not mine. I mean, maybe yeah. he's exaggerating. Maybe he's talking about, like, backstage segments. Um, but I got to believe, you know, <laughs> CM Punk's not signing this deal with some kind of assurances that, I mean, he's a fucking egomaniac. Let's be honest. Um, hey, and I love him for it. <laughs> no, it's it's dude. They all. I mean, you, listen. I, the, let me be fair for a second. If you if you're a big popular person, if you're you know sports, wrestling, movies, of course you're a fucking egomaniac. I'm not saying that to uh, you know come down on him in some kind of way. Uh, but the bottom line is, he's an egomaniac. That he's when if you're telling me right now, if you say. CM Punk, here's the deal. You're going to open your opening program is going to be against John Moxley, and you know at the United Center you're going to beat him. But you know what? At full gear, you guys are going to have a death match, and Moxley's going to throw you through barbed wire plywood, which you know plywood's expensive. And since the plywood is so expensive, you got to lose. Do you think he's going to say, "Oh, I'm going to lose to John Moxley"? No fucking way. I don't believe it for one second. And you know what? Here's what kills me. Tony Khan knows. Tony Khan knows that this motherfucker will walk. That that time you got to know that. If I'm that's not good for, but that's not good for anybody either, though. That's good for Punk. <laughs> that's my yeah, point. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so we could. So now we could sit here five years from now, and Punk's record's 125 and zero, and uh, he's the longest reigning AEW champion ever. Okay, there's been four of them. Big I'm, deal. I'm not saying he can't lose AC, but my problem is, my thing is, he knows. So I've been out of wrestling for eight years. Let's be fair. Protect himself in the business as far as his storylines go. And if I mean, he, he's gonna he's, he's gonna cut promos. I I get it. He's an egomaniac, but you got to give him credit. He's one of the few in the business that ever had the balls to back it up. Well, when did you just? When did you just? Like, like, to be fair, the other guy we is, we know is coming is Daniel Bryan. Dan Brian Danielson, I'm sure, I'm sure we're gonna go back to Danielson. Would be my guess. Um, hey, does anyone did did Vince like did Vince like pardon or pardon? It, uh, did Vince like fucking you know uh, um, what do you call it? The yes chant, fucking 
Trade, oh man, trademark the yes chant. <laughs> Honestly, dude, if AEW was smart, why wouldn't you just on fucking all out make the main event Punk versus Danielson oh. and give them forty five minutes? Here's why: they're Brett and Sean. That happens two years from now if they're both still around. Yeah, and you know, you know, that reminds me of waiting five years for May, uh, Mayweather Pacquiao. Fuck that. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean? Just fucking do it. Why not? But here's the thing: in in, in boxing, they don't have fucking storylines and promos every week. You know, they're not telling a real big story. But, but let me let me ask you: in in all reality, as as wrestling fans, right? If if we if we see that match at a pay per view in AEW, and we say and they say the main event is Punk Danielson, here we go. That's the main event. There. 60 minute 60 minute Iron Man match blah 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 whatever the last hour of that pay-per-view is Punk and Danielson doesn't even matter who wins doesn't fucking matter who loses they fucking put on a show for an hour and then move on to the other things is I mean what why do we why wouldn't you do that like I just I don't understand but when you, I mean, like if they can both wrestle in Japan, and I was Jado and Gato, I'd be like, oh, you're not going to do it. Okay, guess what? Uh, at Wrestle Kingdom, night one, uh, the main event is Punk and Danielson. Well, here you guys got an hour. Do do whatever the fuck you want. But they would also sit there in that Dominion or whatever the pay per view is that they do in fucking November, start building that shit the same way they did Omega and Jericho the first guy go around. They would build to it, you know. AEW, I don't think you. Yeah, but do, do you re, do you really need to build to Danielson and and Punk? Do yes. you really like just put them on a fucking flyer? Yes. You don't even need to see them on TV before that, dude. I posted this on Twitter the other day, and it's true. I went back and listened to the Thanksgiving podcast that Punk and Cabana did. Oh, why would you? Because it's a really good podcast, and I like <laughs> your Punk Trash fucking Hunter. But anyway, oh, it's a great podcast. Hi, my name is Cole Cabana. Okay, CM Punk, trash everyone so you, I can get sued. Go ahead. <laughs> it was great. They won the loss. Yeah, they did, but that's not the point, dude. They, it wasn't. A, they, they tried to sell that as a real interview, and it wasn't either way. It, no, it's water no. under the bridge now. But anyway, he says that they, you know, they wanted to put him with Daniel Bryan at that Royal Rumble before, or the pay per view before. Punk faced The Rock because he said The Rock was coming in. We need you to drop the title to The Rock. Rock wants to work with a heel, and Punk was a babyface. And they're like, "Well, if you don't want to turn heel, wait." Well, he was Punk was a fucking heel when he worked The Rock. No, before that though, he was a fa- he. He's this is months before The Rock came back. Okay, okay. He's a babyface. He says he's getting sweet merchandise checks. He wants to fucking you know. And then they brought in the shield and did the Ryback thing. Okay, and it turned Punk heel. But he did. Dude, you want to bring some heat? Bring in Ryback to face Punk right away. Please don't. Anyway, he wanted to turn Punk Be heel. me more. Be me more. Well, Punk is like, I don't want to turn heel. So he goes, Well, we'll just have you drop the title to Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan will win it, Daniel. I have a vagina. Okay, um, yeah, go ahead. What he said, he goes, me and Daniel Bryan should be like Brett and Sean. That should be your WrestleMania main event in a year from now or two years from now. It's the same way now. No, Every- he, he, 
he's he was right for the wrong audience. What do you mean by that? Because I think I I think from Vince's perspective, the WrestleMania audience is the people who watch all the time, the hardcores and the casuals. And I know I got the people who watch all the time. I know I got the hardcores. I need to do things that are bringing the casuals. And I'm sorry. At that time, Punk and, and Daniel Bryan aren't bringing in the casual fan. But that's he brings you- in the casual fan by booking them against The Rock and John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> you could have booked like John Cena versus fucking Goldberg and that would have sold shit. And then put, put them underneath fucking Bryan and Punk, you know? Which introduces those fans. You, you think Vince is going to do that? No, no. But but I mean, but, but there's a, here here's 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 basically my point. When you're talking about it from a WWE perspective, I can come to you and say, my mother knows who John Cena and The Rock is, and she has no fucking idea who Daniel Bryan and Punk are. And and I could say that about many people that I know. From an AEW perspective right now, they know no one in AEW. But from a wrestling fan perspective, if their two biggest names are about to be Punk and Danielson. By a long shot. Oh, yeah. No matter what people think about Kenny Omega, and no matter what they think about Cody Rhodes and Miro and everybody else they have there, their two biggest names by a long shot are Danielson and Punk. It sells itself for AEW. It's a, it's it. You're this is an apples and oranges argument. Here, here's another thing that I. If they sign Brock Lesnar, I revise that commentary, big time. Here's here's another thing I found funny. AC, all these dirt sheets. Oh yeah, Tony. I want to Booker of the Year. Just he's coming. Can you do this for? Could you bring in Brock Lesnar, and just have him? Kick the ever-loving shit out of CM Punk. I'm telling you, I will fucking throw a party. I would, I would listen. I, <laughs> I get. Oh, you could. I could feel the steam coming out of the audience right now. If if Tony kind of was like, we're bringing in CM Punk. Next thing you know, Brock Lesnar comes out and fucking John Cena's him from fucking SummerSlam where he squashed him. Oh, could you imagine the heat Lesnar would get? Oh. Here's my cock is hard thinking about it right now. Let's 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 go real fighter. Let's go tackle this scenario. All the dirt sheets. Yeah, he's coming in. He's going to come in. And then they're going. Oh, they did the United Center. They want to sell it out and all their (laughs) the rumors. But and then they then they have enough nerve to go. And and I'm going to give Tony the benefit of the doubt on this scenario. If we go to Chicago and punk is not there. That has nothing to do with Tony Khan. That has nothing to do with AEW. That has nothing to do with Punk. You, uh, uh, but yes, Tony Khan has overhyped shit before. But in this case, it's smart of him. I mean, him. he had Darby Allin teasing it on the show. That's what, that's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. It's smart of them to play into the hype. They know their audience is these hardcores who read the dirt sheets. Why not play into them? You got them right in the palm of your fucking hand. Dude, if, if if they run the United Center and he does not show up, they're going to tear the seats out of the fucking building. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? Like, I don't get. Where do you where are you going with this? <laughs> though, if he does not show up, these fans have nobody but themselves to blame for getting hyped up and buying. Oh come on, that's dude, that's not fair. Yes, it is. That's not fair. 
Yes, it is. What do you suppose? Wait, hold on. You're telling fans that they should just not believe everything they see and hear, not believe that everything that AEW did on their own show this week to promote this guy, and then say, you did it to yourself. Come on, dude. That's not fair. If I'm in AEW's position and I have not, let's say they have not signed Punk yet. They they shouldn't be doing it then. But I'm milking it. Dude, I know my audience is this dirt sheet audience. They believe he's coming. I'm going to milk it fucking thing it's worth all right and, and then here and then let me ask you a question and when the fans put on the what what happens after that i'm gonna tell these fans hey look we never fucking said a word about that, that is I, listen if if tony khan does that he might as well just shut AEW down i gotta be honest with you because every single person who paid for that pay-per-view everything every single person who went to chicago every single person in that building and tears the place up you'll have a fucking riot on your hands you will never have a fan again if they pulled that that'd be funny as hell <laughs> you just you cuz you have this sick cornet mind where you want crazy shit like that to happen i mean i'm like yeah let punk show up and have brock lesnar kick his ass which is kind of sick in a way too but you you took it to a whole new level you're just like let's sabotage the whole wrestling company on the name of cm punk it's not like the barbed wire thing where they yes they hyped it up to oblivion and then it was a fart in church this is something they've never mentioned him by name They've never even made an allusion to him. They just say, hey, we're running Chicago. We want to sell out the United Center. And then Darby goes on there and does the best in the world bit. It's kind of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But they still, who's the best in the world? A lot of people have called themselves the best in the world at what they do. Look at Jericho. <laughs> so they've never said Punk's name. They've never. Uh, allu- you know what? I'm, I'm just going to have a recommendation for AEW now. If if that's your plan, have a lot of security, like a lot. If that happens if that fuck. What the fuck are the fans gonna do? Really, they're gonna start throwing pizza cutters and bottles in the ring. Ooh, you know, <sighs> fire. Guess what? Then you use that and go. Look how much heat we got. Look, we subvert. Dude, that's not that's not good heat though, dude. That's not good heat. Expectations, but get this. Dude, never, I don't know. Listen, don't ever run a wrestling company, please. Save fuck. us. I would never do that. I would never do that. But the I'm, fact that you even think that that that's something someone would do is bad. Oh no, <laughs> no, dude, dude. Here's the thing: if this guy doesn't show up, like, let's say at the last minute, Punk is like not going to do it, not going to do it. That's it. Whoa, whoa, hold on. That's a whole different story of what I, you're talking about. But but here's the thing, though: if they have not signed, the Tony Khan should sue his fucking balls off. Is he what he should, should do. But what I'm saying is, if they have not signed this guy, and if he does not show up... There's no... I guarantee you, there's no way that this is going on right now, and they haven't signed him. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, I mean, I don't believe it either. I'm just throwing out fucking what-if scenarios here. But if he does not show up at that one show, you cannot blame Khan. You cannot blame Allen. You can't blame anybody in any... I mean, do you think he put his pro wrestling t-shirt back up for... For no reason. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of dots to be connected oh, here. Like, yeah, but I'm just I'm throwing out a hypothetical. You cannot blame it. This is not a case of AEW overhyping themselves. They never promised. No, they no 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 no. Hold on a second. It it, it 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 if he does not show up, they have culpability. I'm sorry. I mean, they they've never promised you a thing though. It was, they've they've implied a lot already, and we still have a month ago shit all you want to but i mean they they, never, they have they still have a month ago too yeah i mean that's not well it's a matter of what three weeks four weeks a month yeah a month it's the 20th okay three weeks it, whatever it is i mean fucking 
whatever, 20 fucking three days, whatever the fuck it is, 21 days. Uh, a, a lot's been implied. Um, they're not unaware of what's out there. I'm uh, just, if, and it's a big if. If this guy don't show up, you have nobody to blame but Meltzer and the Bodyslam.net guy and all these and people. And Tony Khan and AEW. No, no, you don't. They and CM Punk. Say this. They've never, they are not. Well, well, hold on a second. If you're, if you're CM Punk and you see all this going on and you're not involved, you don't have a responsibility to get on your little Twitter with your fucking condescending bullshit that you do all the time and not get on there and say, I haven't agreed to a thing because he's done it before and he's trashed them before and he's trashed many people on his Twitter before. So you're telling me all this is going on and CM Punk's just going to sit back and go, ha ha fans, we gotcha. I, uh, I let them get one over on you. They're all culpable if that happens. It's not his fault. I didn't know it is. It is because he knows what's out there. Guys, I've never said a fucking thing. Who, you know. Yeah, for the first time in his life. You can't blame me. You yeah, can't yeah. Blame you, you could think that. You could think that. Dude, I mean, I mean, listen, this is, I mean, this is obviously a crazy hypothetical you brought up because you're white and you bring up crazy hypotheticals. But, <laughs> <laughs> but come, come on, bro. CM Punk did. The only thing CM Punk put that uh, alluded to this was on, I think it was his Instagram account. I like my scenario a lot better. I mean, I listen, I, I'd rather have all the fans mad at me for being right about Black, R- Brock Lesnar squashing him than the scenario you brought up. Because the c- scenario, listen, wrestling has enough problems. If that happened, I mean, come on. It's crazy. The CM Punk Instagram account. I think he put, well, the last thing he put up was a picture. I mean, I'd be able to tell you, but I'm black, so I can't tell you. Who knew? Did What was it that he, he posted a video, somebody said, of a black screen. I forget where it was, if it was on his Twitter or his Instagram or something, where it's playing that fucking series. I think the Bulls do. Did I lose you? You there? Shit. Nope. Can you hear me? Can Hello? you see? Shit. Hang tight. Can Hello? you hear? Yeah. All right, hear? I'm there. My, right. my headphones died. Oh, shit. That's why <laughs> everything, everything went silent. I was like, what is going on right now? All right, I'm here. Uh, technical difficulty. Sorry, everybody. That's why you don't use wireless. <laughs> 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 but anyway, like I think the only thing he put on his... I think he put it on his Twitter, his Instagram, something like that. Um, put the a black screen with the song Sirius by the... I think it's the Alan Parsons Project or something. Um... And that's what the Chicago Bulls used to use. Okay. Oh, wow. I just played a song like, I'm an asshole, I'm an asshole, I'm an asshole. So he's changed his Twitter deal. It used to be, you know, you know how you have the at symbol and then you can put your name above your username or whatever? Yeah. It, it used to just say coach. Now it I, says player slash coach. And... <laughs> Oh, read between a lot, but he again, he's never said he's coming in. 
I wonder what the last thing he tweeted was. Hold on. Oh God, do I want to know? What it, What does this mean for uh, Cole Cabana? Is he gonna like boom boom his way out of AEW now, or, or are they like did they fucking you know eat each other's asses and become friends again? And here's what killed too, man. I'll get to that in a second. Here's another thing: reason why Punk may be coming back. They got this show that's debuting on Stars August fifteenth called Heels. It's about pro wrestling. I saw something about it. Yeah, it actually. I mean, Punk is in it. Cody, I think, is in it because Stephen Amell is doing it. And you know how close. Oh them? yeah, they're but they're buddies. Yeah. You know, Stephen Amell is probably going to do something at all out to promote this shit. It's in Punk's best interest to come back right now since he is doing something pro wrestling involved. The Colt Cabana thing. Good friend. Or, or, or maybe Punk is just everything we people like me have always thought he is and sees billionaire Khan. Could that be it? That's, Punk's that's, not about the money. He's about the wrestling. Oh, I've always said he's about the money. I'm I've not al- saying you. You know, I've always said it. You know, you're not in the business to make fucking friends. And, and, and you know, yeah, you're in the business because you had passion for it in the beginning. But at the end of the day, it's a job and you're there to make money. Vince ruined him. He had a staph infection. You think I'm, you know, it I took him eight years to recover. I love to drive a truck for a living, but do you think I'm out there driving for my health? No. <laughs> I mean, clearly not. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, with the diabetes. <laughs> I'm out there, even if I was in perfect health, you think I'm out there fucking running up and down the roads in traffic because I want to be away from my family? I like being away from my family more than I like being on the road? No. I'm, it's a job. You like it. You like what you do. You should like what you do in life. I mean, he got AJ Lee out of it, so I mean, yeah. back it'll be. How often? How long before she shows up? I mean, think about it. One day you're jumping off houses. The next day you're in ROH, and the next day you're banging AJ Lee and fucking in WWE. I mean, it, it sounds, doesn't sound that bad. I mean, it for someone who Foley. you know has an axe to grind, it worked for Mick Foley. Yes, yeah, and he doesn't complain about it like others. Well, I mean, I, I think Punk has a right to be bitter about everything that went down. You know, if they fired me on my fucking. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You're blowing my mind. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the Punk and, <laughs> Punk and Cole thing. Is Mickey like, Gall wiped the floor with him. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> but you know what? It's been so long since that happened that only the hardcore UFC fans like yourself are going to remember that. Uh, I just remember it because I can't stand the guy. I mean, probably the hardcore UFC fans probably forgot he was even there by now. Other than the fact that you know his uh, his other loss to a loser who shouldn't even never fought in the UFC um, was overturned because of a positive weed test. Yeah. Um. But uh, look, okay. Colton Punk thing is like this. It's professional wrestling. There's a lot of people who have had grudges other than this. You know, this wrestler slept with this wrestler. Matt Hardy and Edge, prime example. You put your shit aside, you go in there, you do the work, and you make money off of it. Are, are, you, are you preaching to Punk now? or I'm preaching to both of them. Preaching to Punk and I'm preaching to Capanna. Put your fucking shit to the side backstage. Well, I mean, Punk clearly wasn't able to do that with Ryback and WWE and well, I mean, whoever else. So Here's the thing, though. 
If if you you're telling me right now, how how many times do you think Vince reached out and tried to bring him back? I bet you it's more than once. AEW reached out once and tried to do it too. That's and he a- trashed him on Twitter. That's my point. That's the thing, though. He said, "Hey, no." He called him unprofessional, which is true. Right. Okay. So it, it, that's it, that's my whole point. Where you're hypothetical. He went through all that. You think right now that he's sitting there and letting all this swirl. And he doesn't know about it, and he's just not saying anything and not going to show up. If this wasn't true, he'd be on Twitter bashing everybody. My uh, my question, my big question is, two years ago, to your point, he said, they tried to have a meeting with me, but it was through text messages and emails and phone calls and no. Oh, my God, the 21st century. Wow. That's not how you can. To me, I'd rather have a dude, my fucking boss at my job. Can, tried to conduct business with me through instant messenger, tried to have like coaching sessions going over my my metrics for work, my call handle time, my quality, how I'm doing on the call. All that. She tried to do that through instant messenger. I told her, no, you need to call me because an instant message can be interpreted so many different ways than what you think it means. I'd rather hear your voice. <clears throat> and I'm working from home. But if I'm in the office, I'm saying, hey, let's go to the conference room and have a meeting. Tell me in person. Say it to my fucking face. Don't tell me this shit through text messages and instant messages and shit. You want to have a meeting. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a good idea instead of going on Cabana's podcast and trashing him eight months later. I agree with you. <laughs> he did. <have> a- <laughs> He had a meeting right there at the fucking Royal Rumble. You know what's hilarious right now? Edwards is listening to this ready to stab me. <laughs> Edwards is on my side on this one. No, oh, he is 100%. He's sitting there. He's like, I wish. Because I, I, I tried to get him out that I do. He's probably like, if I was I'd be fucking killing AC right now. <laughs> I tried to message him earlier. I don't think he even got the. I don't think he got my text. But No, he was, he was busy tight. They, um. But and he's gonna hear the hypothetical I threw out about Punk not even showing the fuck up. <laughs> like he's gonna be like, "White, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Wrestling booking shit. <laughs> the voice of reason, the writer from Hollywood, Jeff yes, Edwards. Still that movie. <laughs> oh anyway, man! But the Cabana thing, you, you, you know, I'm not saying bygones got to be bygones. But what I mean, I mean you know what? It's um. Your work, you make a ton of fucking money, and that's my question. That's my question to you, AC. A year ago, I mean, I, I think you just you just work, and if you don't like each other, just avoid each other and leave it at that, and see what happens down the road. Here, here's what kills me, AC. We brought up the fact that Punk two years ago said, "Yeah, they called me or they texted me and emailed me, and that's not a proper meeting." So, no, I don't want to do anything with them right now. Right, and put that to the side present well, day and that's what i'm saying how right now do you think they flew to chicago had a meeting do you think they did the proper way this time and that's how they signed them I mean, you know, you know, they, um, maybe it's more money dude, maybe they just stroked his ego man i don't know i don't know I, i'll be honest with you i don't know i mean what, I'm, what, there's there's a clear difference between the way they handled it then and the way they handled it now so whether it was different people, uh, th- you know, whatever it is, uh, it, it was definitely handled differently. You know, maybe maybe they just handed the phone to Chris Jericho and maybe he fucking facilitated it. Who knows? Oh, that's fucking funny. Somebody brought up um, Zelina Vega because, you know, WWE uh, released her and then reminded her. Yeah, yeah. 
Malachi Black, which I'm loving the Malachi Black shit, by the way. I'm actually liking how they book actually, it. Yeah, we got to get into that. We got to get into but that. He has the, he's s- still selling the rotten black eye from his WWE run. And Selena Vega tonight on SmackDown had like a black eyeliner line at the top of her eye and the bottom of her eye to make it seem like it's cut on SmackDown tonight. Really? They're married. There's a side-by-side here. That's I'll, interesting. I'll retweet. I'll quote it and tag you in it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely interesting. It's more it's more interesting than Finn Balor fighting for the title. I can tell you that. He's not fighting for the title. Did you see what happened? They totally shed all over him tonight. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> you know what? I didn't. And it, you know what? And now I'm going to watch. Thank, thank you for making me want to watch SmackDown. Way they, well, I know that's your second favorite wrestler in the world. It's been Balor. <laughs> <laughs> see, here's the difference. I actually don't dislike Finn Balor as a person. I just think he's fucking boring. Well, here's what they did to him. They bring him back from NXT. He interrupts Reigns last night and challenges him, saying, "Hey, if you won't fight John Cena, fight me." Okay, fine. Oh yeah, I saw I saw the segment from uh, last week. So we're gonna do a contract signing. So at the beginning, and then Reigns says, "I'll accept." He yeah. says, "I'm not I'm not gonna acknowledge you," but blah 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 blah. And Reigns says, "I'll accept." At the beginning of the show tonight, they've been doing this thing with Corbin. Acknowledge me. They've been doing this thing with Corbin where he's lost all his money. He lost his little king. Yeah, it's actually not bad. I actually think it's pretty good. John Cena comes out and cuts the same old promo, trash and Reigns, and <laughs> which is what, which is exactly what Reigns said well, last week. Yeah, exactly, and uh, you know, uh, Corbin comes out and asks Cena for help. Cena- oh wait, wait, hold on, pause for one second. Since I admitted that you were right about the Young Bucks, I expect you to reciprocate and admit I was right about Roman Reigns because. Uh... I still boo the fuck out of The him. head of the table is he's producing, motherfucker. He is. <laughs> but it's still fun to hate the motherfucker. And that, that's he should hate him as a heel. Yeah, that's the, that's my point. Everybody sat there and go, Well, if he was a heel, you'd cheer him. No, I still boo him. No, you know, you know, you know um, I think I, I think he's doing a great job as a heel and he's he's still made the fans boo him, which is great. Uh, because he's a heel. I do think he was, and my point at the time, not to rehash it all, was that they did him a disservice in the sense that he could cut promos and he wasn't being allowed to cut them in the proper way. They made him into some pussy-ass character. He didn't make himself into that with the suckering succotash and the bullshit. And every time you kind of saw his personality come out and his character was always better, and I think the heel turn allowed that personality to come out i'm not a fucking psychologist i'm just looking at it from a fan's perspective and you saw this in him and this heel turn allowed it to come out and i just i feel like they're just letting him be him more than they were before that's just my opinion without Heyman, though wouldn't be half as good <sighs> Heyman's great i mean Heyman's Heyman's definitely a factor Heyman, but i can't i i can't I, I definitely think Heyman gave him that heel credibility. Um, but the way he is with the microphone, this is where Heyman's great. Heyman is now deferring to him. Yep. Like when Heyman cut promos for Brock, he talked a lot. Right now, if he's out there with Reigns, he doesn't talk a lot. He says his little bit and he hands the microphone to Reigns. He anything. talks more when Reigns is not right. 
So, dude, Heyman's always great. So, I mean, I, I can't. Yeah, of course. So, anyway, let me let me explain what they did. Okay, Co- go ahead. Comes out with interrupt Cena and says, "Man, I'm having a really tough time." Could you could you put me in your next movie? Can you give me some cash? You do all these. <laughs> John Cena, of course, goes to the crowd. Half the did crowd. He acknowledge, did he at least acknowledge the head of the table? Hold on, hold on. We'll get there. Hold on, that because that's that's this is the part that's the part that pisses me off. So John Cena reaches in his pocket, hands Roman ten dollars. <laughs> Corbin go or hands Corbin ten dollars. Corbin goes, you know what? You are the most selfish motherfucker ever, pretty much is what he told him. And he walks away, and that's how it ends, you know? Uh, he, actually, he goes, this was pretty cool. He goes, Cena goes to Corbin and goes, you know what you need the most of all that would help you turn yourself around? You need an attitude adjustment. Picks him up, AA, bam, that's it. It was good. <laughs> so later in the show, they're doing the contract signing for Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. And of course, to give Roman credit, he, you know how they put them on either side of the table? Corbin yeah. says no. He takes the chair, puts it around to the end of the table, facing the fucking camera, so he's the head of the table. Fan-fucking-tastic. Okay. <laughs> Brain signs the contract, talks about how he's going to squash him, talks about how John Cena's still boring like the missionary position and all this. And <laughs> I love it. The same old shtick, which is fucking true. <laughs> um, and, you know, oh it's, man, it's so good. Roman is basically saying to the cat, to the hardcores, at least I had the nerve to turn fucking heel. Where this motherfucker, <laughs> right, right. Same, same fucking colorful fucking t-shirt and jean shorts and the whole thing. I love that. I love that. Aller goes to sign the contract. He says it's an honor. It's going to be an honor to take that title for you and run to NXT with it. He goes to sign it. Corbin jumps fucking. Uh, Jumps fucking Balor and starts beating his ass. Cena runs in, attacks Corbin. Fucking Balor is now taking a powder from the ring. He's on the, we don't even see this motherfucker again. And John Cena, you know, well, Balor, excuse me, let me back up. He jumps back, Corbin jumps Balor. He acts like Corbin is going to go sign the contract because it's going to turn his luck around. It makes sense for okay. Corbin. This. He so goes, he's he's stealing Balor's match. Yes. So he goes to sign it, and then here comes old big match John. He runs down, beats fucking what's his face Corbin's ass, reaches in his jean shorts, grabs a thick motherfucking blue sharpie, signs his name to the contract, and bam, that's how he got it. Balor is never seen again. <laughs> Balor is made to look like total shit. <laughs> He'll be oh, in yeah. NXT Bell. Yeah. That pissed me off. I love NXT. Bring them up. Karrion Cross. It doesn't matter who they do it to. It could have been fucking Otis in that situation. Who's that cold guy, pal? Yeah, better leave him down there, pal, because I will squash him. Squash him, pal. Hunter, 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 pal, with a shovel. Yeah, pal. Be serious here for the AC. You put anybody, it's not just Balor. You put Otis, you put fucking. Anybody in that spot. You've just made a man who came back from NXT, who's a <laughs> hype to see. You just made him. You, you, know, you know he is? He's the poor man Ziggler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you go. Kent State pro famous wrestler. 
Dude, he hates NXT. When are you people going to understand this? He hates it. Yeah, but he he may let Hunter go down there and spend money and do whatever he wants to do. But, dude, look at Dude, how many fucking examples do people need to see that he hates NXT? He hates it. Even It even has become more apparent. And he hates Balor because Balor sucked when he came up. He put him back down. And everyone's Balor, 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 Balor's coming back. Oh, my God, Balor with a popped collar. Oh. And Vince is like, oh, yeah, Balor, oh, yeah, Balor. <laughs> Look at this. Big match, John, pal. Here you go, pal. Uh, and, 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 and this is Vince. Here, here's, here's, this is how Vince thinks, right? He showed it to you in this promo that you just told me about. He goes, if John steals it from Balor, the fans are going to do boo John. So what we're going to do is we're going to have corbin steal it from balor so john can steal it from corbin and then the fans won't boo him that is how vince thinks bro it is in a fucking nutshell it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but that's how he thinks and he, all you fuckers just fell for it so we have an update from our sponsor paps blue ribbon <laughs> at eleven fifty three p.m well now it's last night they posted a picture of a um Ex-meth head, let's call it like it is, ex-meth head Nick Gage looking at fucking... (laughs) You said it, not me. I I, I mean, I don't know the man's personal preferences, but I mean... Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking at a can of Pep's Blue Ribbon all hard and Pep's Blue Ribbon tweets out that photo. What what they didn't tell you, he was at the street corner begging for dollars to buy it, but go ahead. It just says, we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you watched the Dark Side of the Ring episode with him based I, on... I ha- everybody keeps telling me to watch it, and I haven't watched it yet. I, I should, I should, yeah. But I me, haven't watched it yet. It makes me sit there and look at him and go, you you, you belong in a fucking hovel. You fuck up. You know, you know, what's, you know what's crazy? His I, girlfriend or his wife. Or his somebody dates him? <laughs> Dude. You should see this woman. She's a it's, meth head too. Yeah, she, it's probably it's, it's yeah, it's you know, it's probably like, you know, Just Incredible's wife. Yeah, go ahead. Did you watch the one on Brian Pillman? You remember when they showed Melanie? That's the kind of girl that fucking Nick Gage is dating. All fucking notes <sighs> in her head. Looks like she just got out of a rehab center. That's uh, because when she comes home late and he's methed out, he cuts her head with a pizza cutter. <laughs> What's for dinner? What a fucking loser. I know. You, I'm sorry. I would never put anybody that looks like that on my fucking television. I wouldn't put and, and you, know, you know, no, 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 you know, you know what? You know, I, to be fair, I'm going to be fair for a second. If you could fucking wrestle and there, you know what? Listen, you recovered from something and you could wrestle and, and this is, you know, you, you made a comeback and blah, 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 and all this stuff. You know what? I'm, I, I'm willing to be like, okay, but let's be honest. Tony Khan watched a fucking documentary and decided he wanted a death match on there. And Jericho wants to fucking check boxes on his fucking career. And they decided this is what we're going to do. There's no reason for Nick Gage to ever wrestle on TV ever. I don't care. Come at me, bro. I don't care. There's no reason for Nick Gage to ever be on a TV wrestling show. There. So the labors of Jericho. Thing. I'll hit you with a real bat. Let's see you fucking get up. Yeah. So the labors of Jer- 
thing, which I am digging. Even though it's Nick Gage and we got the bloodbath, the, it makes sense in the context of the story. I'm going to throw everything I possibly fucking can at you before I let you get I, act- I actually liked fucking MJF's tweet, though. He was like, fuck Nick Gage, you're not getting paid. <laughs> well, I liked, I liked when he fucking... When he finally hit him with the Judas effect, he's like, kick out, kick out. You want to get paid? And then the three count hits <laughs> here is MJF go, God damn it. <laughs> Honestly, did you, you know, and, 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 you know, all seriousness for a second, when he set up the glass on the chairs, like he, he put it too close and Jericho almost broke his own fucking neck. Yeah. He almost did that with that Hurricane Rana. Yeah. He and that, al- dude, this is the problem, bro. This is the fucking problem. And then you have you have Chris Jericho facilitating this shit. Yeah, it's Jericho's baby. I'm telling you right now, you know what? We we, we make fun of Vince and everything else, and the, the whole situation we just talked about is pure Vince. We get it. That would never fucking happen on, a, on WWE to somebody like Chris Jericho, ever. <laughs> Even Vince in, would never fucking let that happen. Chris in, Jericho's 51, 52 fucking years old, and he almost broke his fucking neck because he's wrestling some fucking scumbag who shouldn't be on TV. Even in the Attitude Era, this wouldn't happen. Never. And you know what? I watched a lot of fucking ECW. They, they were just better at it. I'm, I'm sorry. And, and you know what? A lot of those guys moved on and wrestled in real companies afterwards. This is something fucking different. I don't want any CZW bullshit anymore. The cool thing is, and, and I would love... You like death matches? Go watch them on your own fucking dime. We don't need to see them on TV. Have you heard what the culmination of this whole Labors of Jericho thing is going to be? Like what the... Uh, before he gets... Like the fifth, the fifth one? Yeah. No. Lance Storm. Hmm... That would be fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> dude that's just cool. You know I, I, I like that better than Nick Gage. I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, he's a hundred years old, but I, I'm, I'm like okay. two Canadians. Blah blah blah. I uh, like there's hi- history. Um, you yeah, know what? I, 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 you know what, D- dude? That's outside the box thinking. That's not fucking death matches. Here's what you could do, also. It would never happen, dude. I like the Hoovy thing too. I'm, I'm, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm looking more looking forward to what we're gonna see next week, do, dude. Do I expect a fucking the same match we saw between Jericho and Hoovy and fucking WCW twenty three years ago? No, but dude, it's it's just cool. This, I, 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 I said this a million times. Women's matches, all this other crap. I, I hate, hate whether I'm at a show or watching on TV. And I'm more worried about whether someone's going to be injured or worse than watching good entertainment. And I'm sorry, that's what the and the main event on Dynamite this week was that. It was you're watching it and Chris Jericho's fucking doing Frankensteiners and almost breaking his fucking neck to try to put a guy through fucking glass. I I, I don't care. I don't want to see it. I don't need so, to see fluorescent bulbs and all I don't care. I mean it does nothing for me. Here's another hypothetical. You're going to be like, oh, Joe White. And it's fucking sh- fake, by the way. Fake. Yeah. Here's, here's Joe White with another hypothetical from his Southern wrestling. Wouldn't it be fucking cool? You know how they did a video for Nick Gage? Hype video, you know, <laughs> yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Not that you need one for Lance Storm. But there may be some in the AEW. Well, you, probably for the younger fan, you might want to do it. You do a thing about Lance Storm and how what he means to Jericho and who should pop up in this video, but the guy who put 
together in the first place. Jim Cornette talking about him, putting both of them over. That, that ain't never happening, buddy. You're <laughs> from our secondary sponsor, Paps Blue Ribbon. They posted a video of a uh, iPhone screen ringing, and it just says Hangman calling. <laughs> <laughs> If Hangman starts, oh, oh, here we go, here we go. The fucker's gonna be drinking fucking Pabst Blue Ribbon every week now. Here's the Steve Austin shit. All yeah, the- I actually like it better when he walks out with whiskey because it's less Austin like. No. Dude, dude, Jack Daniels, get off, get off your asses and fucking sponsor Hangman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, it's fucking perfect. Somebody has a fucking posted a a picture on there of uh three Pizza Hut pizzas and a case of Cap- Paps Blue Ribbon sitting <laughs> in the passenger seat of a car and it says, this is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else. Because they've been posting a lot of shit all day. Um, what else they got here? You, you know what's funny too? Khan is like probably behind his desk like fucking sitting there playing with his action figures and like <laughs> look what I did <laughs> I got him all fired on Twitter <laughs> he, I don't know if you saw me post this on Twitter it's, bro bro you know what we gonna do bro we're gonna put a pizza cutter on a pole bro <laughs> what are you Vince Russo we're gonna have Jericho bro I like I like I like the pizza cutter on a pole match. <laughs> I did like that. We're not gonna have Jericho. We're gonna have Denoid, Denoid, and 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 Ron Funches representing Pizza Hut, bro. And then we're gonna get Papa John and that motherfucking Caesar, bro. And pizza cutter on a pole match. We're not gonna we're we're, we're not gonna piss off the fans because we're not even gonna air it on main television. We're gonna put it on dark, bro. <laughs> <laughs> dark dude uh you, you know you brought up dark before and i was like nobody watches so i don't have i don't have the um whole graph in front of me right now but i was looking at this graph and they were breaking down youtube views for wrestling companies oh geez and um aw and and impact were like neck and neck for number two and then beyond up here in uh, Rhode Island and you know in New England they were number 3 and then a few other um <clears throat> indie companies WWE was number 1 you want to know how by how much oh god probably like 4 billion or whatever oh dude you're not even close like try 80 billion they were they out had <laughs> out um views every wrestling company on YouTube by like 25 times combined so so when you talk about ratings and you're just like oh yeah look at and this demo aw beat raw they're getting annihilated on social media annihilated everybody why do you think vince doesn't give a fuck that raw's ratings suck yeah because and and here's the thing have you ever seen have you ever seen wwe say well, look how many weeks in a row we won Monday night. Because you want to know what? Unless Monday night football is on, they win Monday night every single week WWE. with their shitty ratings. Yeah, that's what Wrestling saying. ratings are not good. So WWE. all this ratings fucking you know, shit that AEW tries to pull on you, it's bullshit. WWE has put issues 
did you know Raw was the number one show? Yeah, I know. They, you know yeah, we were we were the most we were the most interactive wrestling show on Twitter this week. I I get it. I get it. So so Pump comes in, pops a rating for about, and, then, and people were up this argument to like Meltzer and wrestling Inc. Pops and all. a rating to where though? To where? Well, I mean, let's say they bring in a million and a half to two million viewers. But then I, after, I, I would think I would think that would be huge. Yeah, but here's the thing: four weeks later, I don't think they're going to get there though. Four weeks later, when it's back down to under a million, yeah, because they're going to they're going to hot mostly shot. have their cult following. Yeah, the casual it's going to be the casual fans are going to go cool, and then they're going to leave again. Most most of so fans. you know we're we're all getting a little bit older. Most of my friends who watch wrestling, who still watch like WrestleMania and stuff, they don't fucking watch AEW. They don't even care. They don't even know what it is. My son hates it. He he he'll come in the room and watch it for like five minutes at a time, and then run back and start playing video games. He doesn't dude, like. I'm it. The, he doesn't like dude, it dude, here's a true fucking story. Right, last last week I was down in Virginia. I was at White Houses, um, and uh, he was at work, and his. His middle son, but it's his oldest, youngest, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's like wanting to watch wrestling with me, blah, blah. So I go downstairs with him. So I <laughs> I wanted to watch um, SmackDown because it was the first SmackDown with fans. And when White House got home from work that night, we were going to watch Money in the Bank. So I was trying to get caught up for Money in the Bank. The whole time we were watching fucking SmackDown. First of all, he's scared. He's scared of the fiend, so he's worried the fiend's gonna come out. Oh shit! Second of all, uh, I think he's six. Oh, um, okay. He's probably, so he's he's young. Probably playing. What do you do? This kid, he knows fucking Okada. He knows Jeff Cobb. He knows you know every every fucking wrestler that you can think of. He knows him. So while we're watching, he's like, "Can we watch AEW? Can we watch AEW? Can we watch AEW?" Loves AEW. Now, to be fair, the first ever Dynamite. When me and White House went, we brought he was with us, oh, okay. so he's you know that and a kid that's fucking huge and he he's loves Cody, just super fucking loves Cody, love Young Bucks, you know Lucha Brothers, all all, all the so he wants to watch fucking AEW, but it's just funny because I, I mean other than that I can't give you a lot of examples where people are like, yeah I want to watch AEW or what is that. You know, I, I got an AEW shirt. I wear it from time to time. Every now and then I'll get someone, oh, bro, AEW, that's awesome. But for the most part, nobody fucking knows what it is. You know what I mean? Not a person. But you know what I did see? I was up in Philadelphia a couple we- a few weeks back just doing the whole tourist thing, seeing Independence Hall. I saw about five Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirts still up there. You know? oh, yeah. And you know what? Vast, the vast majority of people would know what that is before they knew... Exactly. 95% of the shirts from wrestling we'd wear today. Yep. Why, so, why do you think why do you think uh the NWO guys are still making six figures off their fucking royalties? <laughs> you know what I mean? Besides my, my point to the whole four weeks in, the ratings drop again. My whole point to this is without Brock Lesnar coming in and smashing him, gotta be fair here. How do they book this motherfucker after he... See, it's clear he's going to squash Darby Allen. Darby Allen's not beating CM Punk on the first night in. So I, I don't even know. I, is that really the? Is that really where they want to go with it, Darby? That's the way it seemed right after they did that. Video. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess. 
That's a very interesting choice for me. I gotta I be honest. See that match? It's I don't want. I get it. Punk is like, oh, I want to work with Darby. You know, I mean, he want to work with someone new, and I get it. And it probably will be okay, but it's just, man, it's like oil and water to me. You know? It's like it's a very interesting choice to me. But uh, it, who knows? It could blow me out of the fucking water, you know? Yeah, you never know. You're hey, you never know. I'm sorry. Um, to me, the feud right now, and, and I know it's hot shotting punk and people. How, are how do you not do anything with Sting and Archer, by the way? I'm just throwing it out there. But anyway, go ahead. How do you not do. Punk and Hangman Adam Page right off the bat. <clears throat> I want that match. So yeah, but then you're you're getting into fucking Barry and Page again. Not if they fucking you know, uh, hell, that's the only guy I could see beating Punk right off the bat. Oh, dude, he's not beating Punk. <laughs> no, Punk for a loss, that's for sure. But again, Punk and Punk and see Punk and uh, Hangman could be like Brett and Sean. You keep them away from each other. You know, so I, I just look at and then Daniel Bryan coming in in New York. Still with me? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I was taking a sip. Oh, okay. Easy. <laughs> so Daniel Bryan coming in in New York. Who do you put Bryan with right off the bat besides Punk? Because that's not happening. You can't do that straight off the bat. <laughs> yeah. And here, more, well, not more important. I, I, you know what? Here's I don't easy, know. Here's an easier question. How about, if, how about Sammy Guevara? Yeah. Dude, punk, or uh, fucking Daniel Sammy Guevara? Fuck yeah, dude. Give me that ten times over. And just, just a great fucking match. And you know what? Danielson wins, but he puts Guevara over. Yeah. Fucking, uh, so... Punk is clearly Tony Khan loves to spend money for music. He bought that <laughs> Jungle Boy song. <laughs> yep. I thought the Wild Thing would be way more over than it is because I love Major League. Nobody. I do. Song I do too. I just don't think it fits Moxley. That's the no, problem. I actually thought it was better when it actually was better when he came out with Eddie Kingston and he, and they did it together than when it was just Moxley. Are you still there? Hello? Yeah, sorry about that. What were you saying? You completely oh, no, I, no. <laughs> I thought it was me again. I'm like looking at my headphones. I'm like, I, me I the... no, anyway, um, no, I was saying the wild thing. I thought it was better when he did it with Eddie Kingston as opposed to just Moxley doing it. Like when, they, when him and Eddie did it at the pay-per-view, it was the only time I ever loved it. It, it might have been just because fans are back and the whole thing. I think they fucked it up when at the very first time he used it, he used the, you know, the slow version of it as opposed to the major. Yeah, maybe. If he would have gotten the right, and here's Tony Khan for you. Shake you it, shake it, shake it, shake it, wild thing. I just you, don't see it for him. If you would have gotten the right version of the he's not a He's not like a rocker. Like, don't you want to like a rocker? But it does fit his persona. He's the wild thing, you know? He's the I guess. crazy wild thing, you know? Yeah, I guess. Well, okay, so punk. You know, living, <laughs> living Color recently followed AEW. I saw that. They're going to spend money and use cult of personality. You got, I mean, you have to, don't you? Yeah. For 
Daniel Bryan, though, you have two options, I think. One is Flight of the Valkyries, which he used in WWE. Yeah. That's, that song is like public domain, I think. Um, two, do you remember what he used in Ring of Honor? <sighs> I don't. He used The Final Countdown by Europe. I fucking love that song. Me too. And everybody, you know, they would that when it gets to that spot, you know. Dude, could you imagine Sammy Guevara standing in the ring, New York City, Arthur Ashe, AC in the crowd, no mask on, and you hear da 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 da. The final countdown. Oh, dude. My dick is hard right now. <laughs> but remember what they used to do in Ring of Honor when Daniel Brown? They would sing a fucking song and they had those. <laughs> they had metal barriers. Remember they have those metal barriers? Oh, like uh, yeah. The wall was, well, they have like the traditional. They have the traditional like steel barrier, but they put like that Jeez. aluminum plate on it. You can bang. Fans would sit there, and, and when it would get to this point right before the guy goes, it's the final count. They, they do that. Da-da, da-da. Fans would bang on the fucking metal, so all you hear is bang, 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 and the whole crowd, it's the final. Can you imagine 20? 20- I got to go to Jigsaw's house and watch some old ROH shit right now. I'm fucking I'm feeding right now. That's, that's what I'm talking about. If I'm Daniel Bryan, I'm not. I'm shaving my fucking head. I'm shaving the fucking beard. Yeah, go, just go back to fucking ROH Danielson, right? Yeah, I am the American Dragon Bryan Danielson. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I agree. I agree. W, I have a fucking red, white, and blue painted star-spangled fucking dragon shirt, and I sell a shitload of them, you know? And you don't, and no sell the fucking yes chant, too. No sell it. Don't even know it. Don't know it. Just no sell it. If he start, if fans start doing that, you have him take the microphone and go, that toned-down version of me is dead. Right, like like a couple of weeks ago, where Jer- where he started doing Y two J, and Jericho said Y two J is dead, baby. Exactly, but I still think, man, if you're gonna do, you, do-, do you notice how the guys, you know, you, you give WD credit for one thing. What's that? The guys from WWE, like Jericho and Miro, excuse me, the Good Brothers, whatever. When the fans start doing the nostalgia shit. And they don't need it in AEW. They squash it quick, and it goes away fast. Cause you know they, what I mean? Uh, they want to get as far away from that shit as they can. Like, look at Hager with the fucking We the People. That shit was going on when I was in the building that first night, and he no-sold it, and it never happened again. Mm-hmm. And all, all it took was for him to be like, I'm not that fucking guy anymore. And, and the, the fans just evolved to it. You know what I mean? It's crazy how that happens. Let's, uh... Let's wrap this up. It's like 1230. One final thing here. All right. You got it. One final wow, thing. Wow, this is fucking White wrapping it up early. He's got to fucking put in applications tomorrow or something. What's going on right now? That and all that and the wife has had a long, tired day and she wants to get <laughs> in the bedroom. So Steamroll um, your ass. Yeah. She's going to fucking... It's going to be like a reverse fucking sexual battery case if I don't get it. Oh, Jesus. Gonna take- <laughs> dude, nobody's feeling bad for you right now. Half the guys in the crowd are like, well, dude, like, really? Sounds kind of hot. 
He's got his ass fucking whipped. What the fuck, White? <laughs> oh god. Her, yeah. She she's not only getting the frying pan after she's gonna get the pizza cutter too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we are officially off the rails. So our, our official sponsor is perhaps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> I also want to remind you folks, Domino's has that two minute <laughs> You know, with the COVID shit going on, I don't want some delivery guy coming to my house sneezing all over my damn driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go oh, get myself. Honestly, around here where I live, they don't do my house anyway. I got to drive 10 minutes up the road and get it myself. <laughs> it's not on any map. <laughs> telling you it would be huge. Pizza <laughs> on the you know, the pizza cutter that I have in my... I went to Minnesota on vac- um, for like a mini vacation about a year ago, and we visited... Whoa, whoa, hold on. What? M- Minnesota? Yeah. You know, I would have said why when it was like not okay. a shithole. Hold on. Now, now I'm really asking why. There's an explanation. The ex-wife, okay, okay. ex-wife, who I had not seen in 10 years, lives there. Okay. My son wanted to go see his mother. Oh, oh the... Totally fair. I take everything back because I would, there's no other reason you could explain to go for. That's the only reason to explain. Okay, so fine. In ten, Move on. Years, in ten years, her ass has never made one effort since I got custom. <sighs> come see him. I have the same issue. So hey, the big- you're, you're preaching to the choir, bro. I was the bigger man, and I went and took my kid out there. Your so, kid's a lot younger than mine. I would have told mine you could drive your ass, but I ain't fucking driving. But no, no, go ahead. Anyway. So we go. I had some things I wanted to do. Got to go to the Mall of America, which is cool. <laughs> At uh, least it was not burning. The other thing is, I'm a huge Weird Al Yankovic mark. Love that. <laughs> hey, don't laugh. That motherfucker's great. <laughs> I'm just not surprised. <laughs> He's made more money than you. I <laughs> buy a long shot. Anyway. So he has a song. It's an old song of his called The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. And it's real. It's the biggest ball of twine ever made by one man in the world. Okay. And look at it. And they have a gift shop. And I was like, fuck it. I'll support these guys. And I bought a biggest ball of twine in Minnesota ceramic pizza cutter. <laughs> <laughs> so if the wife does get the pizza cutter after me, I'm going to have ceramic chips and shit in my head. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 actually at a loss for words. I don't even know how to respond to this conversation anymore. <laughs> Out of all the years and all the shows, you have finally rendered me speechless. <laughs> Knock me in the head with a cast iron frying pan and just go to work pizza cutter and maybe. Maybe if I really piss her off hard enough, she does the Lorena Bobbitt with the pizza cutter. That, oh, God. that makes my dick hurt just thinking about it, folks. <laughs> we should have ended when he said this like five minutes ago, but here we are. Here we are. I mean, this, what else is new? <laughs> oh. oh, God. And uh, you're a trip, dude. <laughs> I don't. You're a fucking trip. You know, this, I, you know, I. I'm not saying that this show lives up to Melvin Dassey, but I feel like this is one of the better shows we've done in a long time. I listened to that shit again when you put when Edwards linked it to me. The and he goes, oh, dude, he was all over it like two that, weeks ago. It was great. 
Which, you know, speaking of anniversaries, punk, this, this year. Do you want to know something? Do you want to know? I got to throw this out there because I know he's going to listen. You know, Stames took fucking Dassey's side, said we were being bullies. What? He took fucking Dassey's side. What kind of woke bullshit is that? <laughs> if he, he, he actually said that Dassey whooped our asses. If he would have known this motherfucker for real back in the old PWPR days. Oh, God. He would he say. Remembers. He remembers. You want to know what the, fun, the funny part is, is you guys were kind of going at it. I kind of spit the bit because I was like, holy shit, is this really happening right now? And And Hollywood who wasn't even Hollywood at the time, became Hollywood like five minutes after this whole yep. thing happened, was sitting there just throwing fucking daggers. Yes. Like the fucking, you know, the silent majority but behind the scenes just, just throwing like condescending fucking shit from behind, which was hilarious. Hilarious. Edwards is always just stirring the shit. <laughs> stirring. Yeah, he's stirring the pot. That's what he was doing, just stirring the pot. So, you know, Magic Mike, Magic Mike. So, uh... We're, we're, did it did it bother you that uh, AC, you know Anthony, uh, um, put you on this show? <laughs> magic, magic Mike, Magic Mike. So um, you, you had you had a uh, you had a uh, interview on your show. It was a a female wrestler, and uh, halfway through the show, you were calling her by the wrong name. Do you remember that interview? And, and he's just like, oh, the, uh, interview time. Oh man. Uh, I'm sitting there watching it though, and I'm I'm fucking laying in bed listening to it, and all of a sudden I start busting out laughing. Unc- what did he call himself, the Poker King or some shit? I don't know, but he fucking I'm listening to that after Edward sends me that picture of him saying, "Hey, I'm available for bookings." <laughs> Blackjack legend. Blackjack legend. <laughs> Follow me down to Atlantic City, and I will win you money because I'm a blackjack legend. If there was ever a guy that needed to have a date with a pizza cutter, it's him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's, he's probably roommates with Nick Cage. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you know, one's doing meth and the other one's just fucking eating pizza all day. And that's how the expression <laughs> came about. Because he's gained a lot of fucking weight. Have you noticed that? That picture? He's yeah, gained he, a lot of fucking weight. They're not good in that picture. No. <laughs> you know, lost weight, Firehawk. Yeah, a lot. Was that a uh, medical decision or? Oh, I um, answer. I don't know. I honestly, I I know he's he um, dude. Not to put this is my boy. I don't want to fucking put his business out. I know he had some issues. I, I I don't know. I you know what? I I talked to him here and there. Shout out King Firehawk. Love you. Um, I don't know. It's just I, as long as he's healthy, I'm happy for him. But he's yeah, definitely I'm, lost a lot of weight. I'm glad he's healthy. I mean, I'm, I'm the dude lost a lot of weight and I'm happy. Yeah, no, I'm you know, no, agreed, agreed. I just I'm, you know, I always worry. The two things that came to my mind is either he got really sick or he had surgery, you know? Cuz it, it's a real big transformation, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I'm on, honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, I hope the guy's doing well. I mean, I know he can't stand me, but I hope he's doing well. <laughs> But they, you know. Hey, listen, you remember, you know, it's all about making money. Once you guys start making money together again, we, we you know, we're almost a bill in a day, but we could get you back together. I'm out of the Joe White business, man. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> Me too. Hey, the, the, de- the devil hanging over your head isn't around anymore. So, you know, you know. 
Uh, shout out, Rick. We love you. Anybody, I could take a pizza cutter too. It'd be Joe White. What? <laughs> AC, my man, still doing shows with Joe White. I love you anyway, brother. <laughs> oh man, what kills me is the guy who he really hated is dead now. So I was actually thinking of him the other Rick, old Rick Henderson the other day, boy. But uh, we got to wrap it up. I gotta- <laughs> This got very morbid really quickly. <laughs> Joe White took Joe White took us from the end of AEW with the fans ripping the seats out of the building to uh, to you know ceramic pizza cutters and look I, I, Pink I, Firehawks I, weight loss to Rick Henderson's death and I'll wrap it up with this man I like the fact that Punk is coming back obviously I told my I told my uh, my wife the other day I said man. I'm I'm probably gonna cry like a bitch when he comes out. I'm not gonna lie because it's like fucking you know, it's well long overdue. First of all, you know, how can we miss you if you won't go away? As Jim Cornette always says, and this is you know, I I think I always I always felt this way, and I, I again coming from a perspective of someone that's not his biggest fan, that the story was never there was never closure. With his wrestling story. Oh, and now here's his chance to have it. The way he... Yeah. I, I, mean, I'm, I don't even know if his WWE career has closure with this happening either. So, Or, you know, there's opportunities in Japan and, you know... There, and I mean, there's just a lot of things that could happen. He could shit the bed totally, you know? But at least he's tr- he's going to try. At least he's given us and his wallet the satisfaction of a try. <laughs> as far as Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson goes, if he comes out there doing the yes, I, I almost feel like it's a swan song for him. Well, even I, I think they're I think they're in different places. If, you know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah. If Daniel Bryan comes out there doing the yes, 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 I'm gonna fucking shit all over it because I don't want to see that. I think you were on to something with the uh, the American Final Countdown, American Dragon, fucking Danielson, Ring of Honor, the whole thing. When he came back, he had no beard, and he had cut his hair short, and I'm like, oh, fuck, ROH Danielson. This time, I want to see the bald head, no beard, nothing but red trunks. I want to see Danielson and Ibushi in Japan, baby. Yeah. Ah oh, man. I want to see him in Okada. Uh, well, either or. Both. Fuck it. Punk and Tanahashi in Japan, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Well, we know Tanahashi ain't coming here, so. I want your title. Well, you need come Japan. Now, nah, here we go. In Japan, Tokyo Dome. Main eventing night one. Punk and Kenta. Go to sleep versus go to sleep. Come on. Oof. That's pretty, that's the pretty big. The man who invented the fucking move in Kenta. The only, the only problem I see with it is I think Japan would say I have seven other guys I'd put ahead of Kenta. But from an American perspective, I see it. Oh, man. Punk and Kenta's Daniel Bryan and Okada. Yeah, but I don't know if I don't know if Kent is as big as you think he is there. That's where I always think about there because they always go for there. You know what I mean? It's gonna take a long time to stop calling him Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I know, right? Really, Danielson. Anyway. Danielson. Dan- I, you know, people keep texting me, texting me Danielson because I'm like trying to Ooh. like convince myself to say Danielson. You know, <laughs> you already have it. Or just, or I used to always say DB, DB, DB. I don't drink Danielson liquor. And that would be DB would be BD, DB, BBD, DBD, BD, DBD. Better than the VD, but anyway. And listen, please, 
please, both of you. I don't need to see CM Punk coming out with AJ Lee, and I definitely don't need to see DBBD Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan coming out with fucking Brie Bella. Please, Just like I don't want to see. He mentioned her in this promo. I don't want to see fucking Lana, CJ Perry, whatever her name is. Yeah, I don't same thing. Out. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need it. The belts. The Bella Twins would get booed out of the. Oh man, you want to talk about riots? Because they're not wrestlers, and that crap, they're fucking divas, okay? Yeah, and the other thing you know is Tony Khan would be sitting there going, hee, 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 Nikki Bella, beating beating DMD, hee, hee, I did it, I did it, I had, I had, I had the Brie Bella and Nikki Bella action figures, so I'm going to have Nikki Bella beat, 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 beat the, the, that Brie Baker, DMD, you haven't had, you probably hadn't watched it and don't know the whole woke story backlash that's going on with the new Kevin Smith He-Man series on Netflix. He-Man? But, yeah. He-Man. I love He-Man, but I don't even, I know nothing about this. Don't go watch it. They, I'll spoil it for you because I don't want to. Go ahead. I'm, I probably will never watch it. So we might kill He-Man in the first episode. He-Man and Skeletor fucking die. Wait, 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 hold on. How the fuck do you have He-Man and they die? <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? He fucking dude. What you know, is what is what is wrong with these people ruining everything? Stop ruining everything. That's what kills me. Kevin Smith is supposed to be like the king of all nerds. He's supposed to be on our side. So for the first, so for the next four episodes, because they split the season in half. So for the next four episodes, it's all about Tila, and she's got the short half mohawk haircut, so she looks like a man, and she's got the black lesbian girlfriend. So they're checking all the boxes. And then in the last episode, they find a way to bring He-Man back because his secret of being his secret of being Prince Adam is finally spilled, and that's the whole reason why Tila goes off on her. So what does he come back as like a somebody oh. man with a vagina or something? Like what is that? What ha- what happens? I mean, what? How do you, you can't fucking kill? You can you cannot kill fucking He-Man. Wait, what the wait, fuck, bro? You can't kill He-Man. Did we lose White? <laughs> Screaming about He-Man, and we lost White. No, you're good, dude. You can't, you can't, you can't kill He. It's once you kill He-Man, it's over. You, you you ruined Star Wars. You're ruining He-Man. You're ruining everything. Stop fucking ruining everything. Well, if you if you want to do your woke bullshit. Make up something new. Do it. Be my fucking guest. What, what's next? G.I. Jane instead of G.I. Joe? Well, I know they already did G.I. Jane. It, was, it wasn't terrible. I mean, there was some... I mean, did Demi Moore? Remember Demi Moore? G.I. Jane? She had the nipples going. It was fucking beautiful. I mean, can we, can we do something for fucking men again? You're going to kill fucking He-Man. How do you kill He-Man? I will never get over... I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear any more about it. Nothing. Because I already know where it goes from here. I got to tell you, here, here's this. They find a way. So the, the thing is, they got to team up with the bad, bad guys because all the magic is now draining out of Eternia, Eternia now that He-Man and Skeletor are gone. So they find a way to put the... Yeah, fucking, my whole childhood just drained out of my system. So they put a he, They find a way to put the He-Man sword back together. They got to go get one half of it from heaven, the other half of it from hell. They put it back together. He-Man comes back from heaven. He pulls and all dogs go to heaven and comes back with them. Oh, he, they put I thought a, they don't even believe in God. 
hold on, hold on. They put him back together. He man, he's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta restore Eternia back with his magic. So he raises the sword in the air, and he goes, by the power of Gray. And then you hear squish, and you hear, see him go up. And Skeletor has now come back, and he kills him again. And he killed him twice. Stop! You're li- You're lying right now. This no. Doesn't- so then, you're fucking like. There's no way that happened. Again, so here. No they, fucking way. So then, you're fucking. You're making this whole thing up. This no, that did not happen. Yes, it did. So then, the only cool part about this situation is Skeletor. There's nothing cool. Yes, it is because Skeletor's won. So Skeletor now grabs the the damn thing, and it's Mark Hamill doing the voice. So it's like the Joker and Skeletor form. And they're fucking woke asshole. Go ahead. By the power of Grayskull, and he turns into Skelegod, and he's looming over the castle, and that's how it ends. Are that's- you real? Are you? You're, yeah. This really happened? Yes. Get Go the fuck out of here! This did not happen. It's on Netflix right now. Go watch it. <laughs> I am not watching this. There's Go. no way I'm watching He-Man die, and, and there's Kevin- definitely no way I'm watching him die twice. And Kevin. What the- fuck is going on in the world no wonder why the fucking everything's falling apart he man dies he man does not die in my world ever never kevin smith is like oh i had the nerve to kill i'm fucking pissed right now kevin smith goes i had the nerve to kill him twice i'm like no Yeah, kevin smith come come try to kill he man a third time i'm gonna kick your fucking ass (laughs) you gotta leave that in the podcast i'm gonna take a pizza cutter to your dick if you still have one a ceramic one (laughs) i don't i don't know why you identify you know, ever since he tapped that He-Man dying twice. How the hell does He-Man die twice? It's imp- it's impossible for He-Man to die twice. Yep, he he's dead. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking sweating right now. I'm so pissed. How does that happen? How did I get a? Why, why would you even bring this up to me? If you were, oh, we're gonna end the show. Oh, by the way, He-Man dies twice. You know, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind because how the hell can He-Man die? He cannot Good night, die. He-Man. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> fucking He-Man dies. This is fucking most 2021 shit I've ever heard. It is. He-Man it is. dies. All right. Every right. hates it too. <sighs> I mean, how could they not? I mean, of of course it's on Netflix. I mean, where else would it be other than Netflix? I mean, if it wasn't on Netflix, it would just be on the cock. Yep, it would be on the cock. Uh, I, I'll give the cock credit for one thing because they have Yellowstone on the cock, and Yellowstone's fucking fantastic. Like but anyway, it. you watch it. I don't watch it with her, but what I've seen of it, I really like. Kevin Costner's a beast in that fucking show. Brilliant. Um, uh, the dude who plays Rip, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He was a Secret Service agent, and uh, the way my wife turns Olympus is down. He, you know, do you remember um the second Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious? Yeah. Remember the drug dealer? You remember yeah. um Tyree steals his cutter, and he's like, "I'll take my cutter back." Yeah, that fucking guy plays Rip Wheeler on fucking Yellowstone. Oh shit, I gotta watch. I that. said it. Th- my father argued with me for twenty five. Yo, if you anybody out there listening, if you have an Italian father, you understand this. He argued with me for twenty five minutes. I showed him the IMDb, and he's like, "No, no, that's not right. That's not right." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Dude, like, how many other?" And then I told him his name, and he was like, "No, it's blah blah blah." Son, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna pull it up because I'm gonna I want to tell you the whole. It will take me three seconds. Well, I'm going to tell you the whole conversation properly. Hold on. My Go thing ahead. with the show was I thought Kevin Smith, Kevin Costner's group were like the good guys, and they're all brotherhood. And then that first fucking guy 
And they, they're like, take his ass to the train station. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then they pull over the side of the road, shoot him, and throw him off a cliff. I'm like, what the fuck is goddamn Kevin Costner's prayer? <laughs> so, so, so Rip Reeler is played by Cole Hauser. Right. And I told my father that, and he was like, no, no, Cole Hauser's some Hauser's son. I'm like, yeah, it's the same fucking guy. And I told him everything he was in. He's like, no, no, can't be that guy. Here's the thing you got to understand about Yellowstone. They are the good guys, but it's it's the typical, you know, of this time where the good guys are the bad guys. You know, it's like the Shield, Sopranos type thing. Anarchy, yeah. Fun fact, fun fact about Yellowstone. Um, the guy who came up with it played um, Hale, the uh, cop on, on Sons Sun? of Anarchy. He's the guy who came up with the the idea. And wrote it. And then he got one of the producers from Sons involved. And it was also produced by Kevin Costner. And the little known secret about season one. It was also produced by Harvey Weinstein. But because of all his fucking sketchy bullshit. They pulled him and his production company off of it. So he was involved. But the guy who came up with this whole concept of the show. Played Hale on Sons of Anarchy. That's awesome. So if you watch the show, there's a cowboy from Texas who appears, I don't know, two or three times, and it's it's the same guy who plays Hale. And I'm like, wow, I'm like that guy looks familiar. So when you start researching the show, you find out it's actually his show, and he's just doing a couple cameos, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm gonna close the show out here. I'm gonna close your show out, okay? Please close it out because I'm 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 gonna lose my mind about He-Man again if you don't. Just want to remind the folks right now, Domino's Pizza, avoid the noise, choose any two or more $5.99 each, they got medium two-topping pizzas, they got cookie brownies, they got chicken wings, garlic knots, salad, sandwiches, pasta, all the, all the fixings, two-liter soda, they got that two-minute guarantee. Countdown begins after you check in and your order is ready. It's available from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. each and every day. Dominoes.com or download the Domino's app. Avoid the noise and be on the good side of the pizza meal. <laughs> and on that note, with our second sponsor, TBR, we're going to get out of here. And we'll be back again. Thank you, Joe White. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Check out the network. Cool Truth. Cool Down with AC. Um, bunch of various shows. Our boy Diamond Dave Rosenbluth. We're kicking out at two. Gouging with Cody. Cody and Dave do shows. And, uh, you know, check us out there. Obviously, you're listening on it. We love you guys. White, my brother, we're out of here. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for doing it for this co show, whatever the hell we're doing, and ruining my childhood with you. But we're going to call it. Good night. Uh, they really do kill him, motherfucker, twice, dude.